Health officials in New Brunswick have confirmed the province's first death related to COVID-19 today. And the timing of this is a bit interesting because a long-term care home in northern New Brunswick is experiencing an outbreak of the novel coronavirus, which is connected to a recent cluster of cases in the Campbellton region. The Campbellton COVID-19 cluster started when a child in the region was diagnosed on May 21st. Five days later, an individual in their 90s tested positive in the same zone. And the next day, the province announced a person in their 50s has tested positive and the two people two previous cases excuse me were linked to that individual and that person was a health care doctor who had traveled to quebec and failed to self-isolate upon his return to new brunswick he says he's not sure whether he picked up the virus during that trip to quebec or from a patient in his office he has now been suspended by the provinces to one of the provinces two regional health authorities and the provinces as the rcmp to investigate to determine whether charges are warranted. Now I'm joined on the line to talk a little bit more about this case by Acumen Laws, Paul Doroshenko. Paul, thanks for coming back on the program today. No, it's my pleasure, Jeff. Yeah, we had this item on our list on Monday when we spoke, but we didn't get to it. And given what happened today with the first death being reported in New Brunswick, I thought it was a good time to revisit the subject. So I guess just uh, first and foremost, I'll start by getting your uh, kind of reaction, I guess, as a lawyer to what happened. Um, you know, you see a, a medical professional, a doctor in this case, who went out of province to pick up his four-year-old daughter. So it's kind of a tough situation here because he was doing this for his family, but he did not self-isolate when he came back into New Brunswick. I mean, this is something that, you know, of all people who should know to do that would be a, a doctor, a medical doctor should know that he should self-isolate when he returns to Quebec, or sorry, when he returns from Quebec to New Brunswick. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, should this be taken to some sort of legal action as a result? Oh, I, I mean, I think there's certainly going to be some sort of legal action as a result. I mean, the, the issue is, what will it be? Uh, and it may be a, a whole lot of legal action. And it is really unfortunate. You just identified the issue. Um, you know, we, we all know about the risk. Uh, and there is a provincial order in place, right? So there's no excuse for not knowing about the risk. You might have some sympathy for the fact that he was going to get his daughter. But the obligation after that was to self-isolate for two weeks right mm -hmm. uh, and we all have that obligation and you know about it that much more when you're a doctor right you, th th there's no excuse so foreseeability really is there from the perspective of the legal obligation of course the uh, the government is asking the RCMP to investigate for the purpose of some sort of charge whether or not it's a you know violation of provincial legislation or something else uh, but there's of course the other legal obligation which is in negligence Mm -hmm. Right, we've got 12 people who are connected to this doctor. Um, you know, may have been asymptomatic, whatever, but you know, connected to him uh, as a result of this trip where he failed to do it. It's reasonably foreseeable if you travel to Quebec and come back and and break the rules by not self-isolating that you potentially um, could uh, could be the source of an infection of a, a you know the virus getting out in a province where they had none. So it's foreseeable. Is it negligence? And can he be sued is the next question. And I think he's got a big concern because what is the, the uh, standard for negligence? Well, you've got a duty of care. So there's a duty of care we have to everybody in this circumstance, right? A breach of the duty. Uh, clearly, he breached the duty because he didn't self-isolate. And then damage resulting. Well, we know there's the damage resulting. One person's dead. Twelve people became uh, ill, became sick with with COVID-19 as a result. So, you know, those steps of, of negligence are there. And I would, you know, think about the damage to the society uh, and the economy and the people's lives. We've got the people who get sick. Yeah, that's one thing. 
But New Brunswick was ready to basically reopen, and I'm sure they've had to put a lot of things on hold. Businesses that were waiting to go back to operate uh, have to put that on hold, and they potentially could sue. And any anybody who, who's, uh, who's, whose business was on the line, uh, all the kids who were waiting to go back to school, the parents who were waiting to have their kids go back to school in New Brunswick could have done that. Now they have to put that on hold in various areas. Uh, what is the damage? What is the cost? We're talking, you know, almost incalculable when you think about it, like it's impossible to calculate, but it's also a, a huge number. And... You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen for this doctor, and I, I, you know, I feel sorry for him. He's obviously, uh, you know, expressed some real contrition uh, as a result of it, and I, I, he's lost his his privileges at some hospital. Um, he's got some big problems coming his way. Uh, it's very unfortunate, and you feel sorry for him, and you don't, you know, it's a lesson learned, uh, no doubt. But the expense could be huge. But every one of us has to keep this in mind when we think about the risk because there is a potential risk that you put other people to if you don't follow the rules uh, or you uh, you're sick and you go to work or something like that you potentially could put yourself in a position of being negligent and being sued you know sued by your neighbor maybe just because you you damage the economy mm-hmm. not necessarily because you make them sick how, how much of a factor, when we're talking about the potential for uh, him being sued as a result of this, you know, when you're going through a, a case like that and you're talking about in this specific incident, you know, he went to Quebec. He went to the province that is worse, the most worst off in Canada when it comes to COVID-19. Do you think that that would play a factor in a case like this, right? If you went to like... PEI or something, we probably don't have the same conversation, but the fact that he went to Quebec in the province where they are experiencing some of the worst incidents of COVID-19 in Canada, I feel like that's going to have a a bit of a factor here. Oh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. I mean, of course, first of all, if he went to PEI, he'd come back and he wouldn't have COVID-19, right? He went to Quebec, which is the hot spot in the country, and went back and failed to self-isolate. It is a different circumstance going to Quebec. So that, you know, again, speaks to uh, that first step of, um, you know, the duty of care. Uh, The duty of care is that much higher for a doctor. The duty of care is that much higher when you're, you're taking that step of going to Quebec. Um, in a circumstance where there's, uh, you know, the huge outbreak is in Quebec. It's mm-hmm. much riskier. So, uh, you know, does it make it, uh, does it make it worse? I mean, they just have to find the, uh, the, you know, if it gets to court, if there is a lawsuit, and I would imagine there's probably lawyers looking at it right now in New Brunswick, um, if there is a lawsuit, then yeah, they're going to be looking at that and to establish negligence. But I, I don't think they've got to go that far to establish negligence particularly when you've got a government order to self-isolate, right? Yeah. Um, and the fact that he's a doctor, I mean, he's, he is really sort of in many respects in the worst case uh, situation because the duty of care is extended to so many different people, all his patients, right? The duty of care is, is, is wide. Uh, the, uh, the breach of the duty is that much more easier to establish when you've got somebody who should know better, who is a medical professional, who should know to abide by the rules mm-hmm. so i mean anybody who's who's thinking of traveling out of province right now and not self-isolating uh if you're thinking of coming to bc from uh, alberta or back and forth i mean there's a, a <laughs> you, you run that risk 
if you come back to uh, British Columbia and you don't self-isolate from Alberta for two weeks and, and you make somebody sick, you could be fall into the same category. It might be a little bit harder to, to prove in some respects, but maybe not because it's a government order. You must self-isolate. So if you fail to self-isolate and it turns out you're a, you're a uh, asymptomatic carrier and you make somebody else sick, you got to prepare for the damage that that may cause. And if the damage causes an outbreak of, of a small group of people, shuts a business down, slows down the school's reopening, you know, you could be on the hook for millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's the that's the risk that you take. And I don't think people, we're all sort of the, the uh, physical distancing police these days, you know, and uh, everybody I talk to has their opinion about when they see other people you know, standing close together. People need to take those things into consideration. We can't be, we can't be um, sort of careless when it comes to respecting those those obligations. Uh, the clear obligation for self-isolating upon returning to the province is a directive by the government, so it makes it fairly easy. But you really do run the risk uh, if you're careless, particularly with that, uh, of facing a facing a lawsuit. And, or many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously we're talking about a, a group of people here that have been impacted by this decision not to self-isolate and to continue to, to practice, you know, medicine uh, at a time when he was clearly uh, carrying COVID-19. Now, he says he doesn't know whether he got it from Quebec or potentially from one of his patients. I assume that really wouldn't matter at this point uh, if you can't actually physically prove where he got it. The fact that he did continue to practice when coming back from out of provinces is, is the issue here. And I assume that this would be something, you know, a time highlighted by the fact that this is a medical professional who should know better, but this I would think would apply to anybody, right? We look at the, the situation in the chicken plants here in, in BC and one person probably went to work sick and ended up getting another, you know, 20 plus people sick as a result and shutting down the plant. I mean, these are the kinds of things that, you know, happen if someone goes to work sick. And I'm assuming that we can take this lesson here from this doctor and see what happens when it comes to the legal ramifications here. But those could be applied to someone. You don't have to be a medical professional to be facing these kinds of allegations. No, I mean, if you're working on a pipeline project in Alberta and you come back to Kamloops uh, and you don't self-isolate immediately upon your return, you run into the same situation. You run into the same potential uh, because we have a we have an order from the government that you must self-isolate for two weeks. You fail to do that. I mean, it's, it's common knowledge now uh, that it takes a basically 12 days uh, on the outside for incubation of the virus. Uh, we go 14 days for the sake of safety uh, because you may not develop symptoms right away and you can still have it. You may not develop symptoms at all. Um, but if you fail to abide by that, that um, you know, order to isolate, self-isolate for two weeks after returning to the province, yes, you run into the situation where if somebody gets sick, anybody gets sick and you don't even know that you gave it to them, uh, you could be in a situation where you could be found to be negligent and be on the hook for any damages that result. And again, the damages are, you know, uh, reasonably foreseeable damages. Well, what are reasonably foreseeable damages of you spreading a virus during a pandemic? They're huge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, the, the, it's not just the person who gets sick. It's the next person who gets sick from that person. You know, so it's a, it's 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 wide and expansive. You you can do so much damage, and it is foreseeable that you're going to do that much damage because of the you know people that you that that other person's going to have contact with. Mm -hmm. You can't foresee everybody who they're going to have contact with, but you can foresee the the risk 
and that's all you need to foresee for the sake of establishing establishing negligence in this circumstance. Yeah, and I, I think another lesson to take from this, although it's not necessarily anything to do with, with legal issues, I know yourself as a lawyer, that's sort of what we're focused on here, but I mean, this doctor, who we haven't named for specific reasons, but uh, his name is out there, and he has been experiencing, you know, a lot of repercussions from the public, a lot of, you know, unfortunate racial issues that are now coming up as a result. I mean, it doesn't have to go as far as the legal system to see that, you know, this is something that a lot of people took a lot of issue with. And, you know, he doesn't deserve some of the comments that are being thrown his way. But the public is clearly going to speak out if you're, you know, at all can, uh, you know, even possibly connected to some kind of cluster like this. Yeah, I mean, the the racial aspect of it that he spoke about in um, some recent radio interviews is really disturbing. Ethnicity has nothing to do with it. Uh, he, made a, he made a mistake. Uh, his mistake has repercussions, and, you know, it doesn't matter what his ethnicity was. Anybody could have done that. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate Absolutely. that the... Uh, it's really unfortunate that it, it took that turn in the community. The separate issue that you know, leaves that out is that people are understandably angry. Um, you know, you expect a medical professional to not do that. Uh, you can you can see how he would persuade himself that it was a safe thing to do, but we have a, you know, clear, clear instruction from the government not to do it. Uh, he drove to one location. He picked up his daughter. He, you know, drove right back. Um, the uh, Quebec, they, you know, they share a border, and there's not a whole lot going on unless you're going into uh, one of the cities, the uh, you know, the areas along the border that's mm-hmm. just forest. Um, I, I drove there once, and uh, there was not not a whole lot to see. I can tell you, no people. So you'd think, on, you know, in those circumstances, he persuaded himself to do this. It is somewhat understandable, um, and uh, but you can see why people would expect more of him as a medical professional, and that is why there's this you know public backlash. And the public backlash is, is um, I mean, it's expected, uh, aside from the, the racial aspect mm-hmm. of it, uh, and, it's, uh, and it's understandable, and we should be able to have discussions about these things, and we need to be able to have discussions about these things also because we need to educate the populace. I mean, I'm talking to you about this uh, for a specific purpose, and that is so everybody knows uh, that everybody is clear that this obligation exists. It can't just be the government, you know, having to come out every day at 3 o'clock and reminding us. Uh, All of us need to be reminding our neighbors. Well, Paul, lots to break down there. So really appreciate you taking the time to come back on the show here uh, three days after Monday. Uh, I think it was an appropriate time to have this conversation. So thank you so much for this. Really appreciate it. And we'll do it again soon. Thanks, Jeff. Nice to speak with you. That was Paul Doroshenko with Acumen Law. Yeah, talking about this issue in New Brunswick when it comes to a medical doctor not self-isolating after a return back to New Brunswick from Quebec where he went to pick up his daughter. It's a really sad situation, but definitely one um, that is worthy of review.